Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hey, Alicia, I'm seeing less and less agents and lenders going into the office. It's crazy. I yeah. still show up daily. My mom and I are the only ones there, except for <laughs> Pam and Corey, and that's about it. That's about it. I mean, yeah. I go to see realtors in their offices, and literally there's nobody there. It, and the I, door's locked. I don't understand it. I need the energy. I Me need too. like more of the structure. I only get done what I have to get done at home. Yeah. And at the office, I'm like, oh, what else can I get done? Yeah, this is we're working. Exactly. We're working. Well, we have Pam McCutcheon back and we are going to talk all things workspaces yes, and, and working remotely versus the brick and mortar and all of her expertise about that. It's a hot topic right yes, now. Yes. And you guys both have beautiful offices. With beautiful lots of offices. Ages. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, did, how is it hard on this beautiful of a space, both of you, and not, not have it being used? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I agree 100%. Yes. You're thinking we're paying all this money, taxes, all yeah. kinds of stuff. We want our agents in. We want that energy. Yeah. You know, I want them to learn from you. And, you know, all of a sudden you hear John from Valinga talking about something. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's energy. Well, we were trying to build a community. Yes. And we were trying to build uh, something awesome. You know, yes. and, and you try to build a space that's going to echo the, the energy that you're trying to create. So you dump a bunch of money in it and furniture and all the things that go into building a space. And then crickets, nobody shows up. I know. Well, during mm-hmm. COVID, we thought because some of my agents were like, well, I'd be here more, but it's just not very conducive, blah, blah, blah. So we knocked out the front entry deal, ripped out that carpet, put in yeah. hardwood, bought all new modern furniture. Yeah. Painted everything. Yep. I took over the conference room. Yep. I moved (laughs) the whole conference room. (laughs) Well, that's, you know, it's like, we don't need a big conference room. Right. But Alicia needed the room because she has a team. Right. So then we put the other agents Mm -hmm. in another room, small conference room. Corey Mm -hmm. and I share a place. But what we found is you can work at home easily. Mm -hmm. You can, I can work in the Livingston office, Mm -hmm. but not everybody can do it. No. You have to have structure. People all of a sudden start looking on the internet and shopping. Yeah. Or doing laundry or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's- Because there's always something to be done at home. Always. Always. And there's Mm -hmm. so many distractions. Mm -hmm. I don't get what people are doing all day long. I mean, (laughs) I work hard, but I don't work more than 40 hours a week anymore. I definitely was since my mom's been on. I mean, I work weird hours. Well, with your mom, it's like doing 120 hour week. Totally. That is true. (laughs) That is true. We're very efficient. But um, what do people do all day long? I I don't understand how every agent's not doing 100 transactions a year. I have no (laughs) idea. Well, let's see. Some of mine. Well, I was just out mountain biking. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I think you still have time for that and to crush it. You do have time, but guess Mm -hmm. what? You got to be crushing it in order to have time to do that. And if you're going to go mountain biking, get involved in a club so you can meet people. Totally. And say, hey, do you you know anybody buying or selling? Yeah. You don't start your career off 
mountain biking, biking for 30 hours of the week and only working 10. Right. You don't start there. That's where you can end up, but you have to build a platform of working hard all week long. And if you're not rubbing elbows with people that know how to work hard and know how to crank real estate, you're really missing an opportunity. Totally. Yeah. 100%. And it's just amazing what else you can learn from people. And I have something to learn all the time, learning something daily. And I feel like sometimes just once you get to a certain level, you think you know everything. That's not the case. You can always, always learn. Pam had a weird inspection thing. And so I had to call him like, hey, just tell me what happened just so I can learn from the situation to make sure I never have that happen as well. And I don't understand why they're not in there just talking to each other. They should be in there talking to each other. Mm -hmm. I know, totally. But, you know, times have changed. Mm -hmm. So I think it is important to show up to the office some Mm -hmm. and get with your other realtors. You know, Alicia's great. She's got this fabulous team. She shows up. If I'm not there, she's talking to Corey and to John Mm -hmm. and you know, constantly getting information and learning. Because it's a career. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> a career. It's, it's a career. It's a career. It's not a hobby. Right. And, you know, these other agents, it's like, you know what? Why don't you get together with, you know, Sue and whatever. Start getting connected together mm-hmm. and pulling your information together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and, we're independent contractors. So you can't really tell us we have to be at the office at right. certain hours. Uh-huh. What is your, calling your office policy for working from home? Um, you know, you have to be set up that way. I certainly don't let green people work remotely. I've been burned really badly when it comes to, you know, thinking that somebody's going to be functional working remotely. And then, you know, you try to check in with them and then it's like, oh, I had to go to the bathroom or, oh, I needed to run to the to quick stop to go get some snacks. Or, you know, like literally you can't like the, you know, they're just, they're just not there. And you don't want to put video on people all the time, but the expectation is that you work 40 hours a week. And so I need to be able to access you unless you're on your lunch break. And so it's, it's hard to make sure that people are doing things. And uh, we actually have on our computers, it actually can tell whether or not you're there but we've had employees that figured out that if you put something heavy on the space bar, that it, um, that it shows that you're there. So just dishonest people, really. That is horrible. It is horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. So how do you, do you allow like a hybrid model after a certain amount of time where they can be partially in the office or does it like a waiting period tell you do allow them to work from home? You know, it's trust. Yeah. It's trust. I don't really care if there was somebody that worked for me for three years and we hadn't established trust, the answer would still be no at this stage in my life, um, just because I've been burnt, right? But when we start out, you're like trying to make everybody happy and just trying to be a good manager and just trying to, you know, get along, all that stuff. It doesn't work. You have to decide, is this person capable of being functional at their highest and best level? Do they have screaming kids at home? That's a really good thing to, because we can't have screaming oh. kids or barking dogs in the background. Wait, wait, wait. Nothing's no, 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 wrong no. with barking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> They're at my office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's, you have to have an environment that people feel like they're dealing with a professional. Absolutely. If they don't feel like they're talking to professional, I actually was talking to a guy one time and he had chickens crowing in the background. And I found out he was, it, it was during COVID and, uh, and it was, he was from the Philippines. He was working in the Philippines and there were chickens crowing. He's like, there's chickens everywhere. I'm so sorry. And we can't go outside because they had specific times. Certain families could only go outside during certain times. And this stupid chicken kept, rooster kept showing up and he couldn't get him gone and he couldn't go outside and get rid of him. So 
I don't know. I mean, but that thing kind of rubs me wrong. You need to be in a quiet space. No, I do agree. Even with dogs, Lucy's not a big barker, thank right. goodness. But there's nothing worse when one of my agents with kids call and they're in the background yelling and screaming. And it's like, do you want to call me back? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, yes, I, I hate to be a bitch, but I really can't. I can't understand what you're saying. You hate being a bitch? Well. I kind of like it. You know, <laughs> you know, people look down on it and they kind of get a little crabby about it. But, you know, it's just we, we have an expectation of what professional is. And being able to hear you clearly um, is really important. And also, this is a double standard, but it's way worse for women than men. If I hear a man with the kids in the background, it doesn't feel as bad. But when you hear a woman, you think, oh, that's going to be their priority over their job. Oh, and judgy. It's judgy, but it's true. It's like, true. There's a, a mm-hmm. great realtor in our office. His business card is a picture of him and his kids. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Rusty. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's such a cute idea. I would love to do that. We have some beautiful family photos. And I'm like, nope. No. Nope, it would no. not work for a female. Nope, you need to look single and available. <laughs> well, at least not as tied down that yeah. you will be your client's number one, or your client's your number one priority. 100%. Yep. You know, allowing people to work remotely or even or even as a hybrid model I think it's either 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 or, right. you know, because it's just super hard to get acclimated to a workspace for our side of it because we need all these different things and your phone has to be set up because, you know, we're not just working off a cell phone. You know, we have to have our, you know, our cameras and all this stuff set up so that we can work efficiently. So either or is really my favorite to do it. But right. I have one, two, three offices set up, but they're set up and I have just three of everything. Wow. That's that makes sense. I've got three offices too. Yeah. And it's set up. Yeah. But we don't have the same requirements mm-hmm. in real estate as you do with lending. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit easier. But this is helpful because I think I am going to really push mm-hmm. for agents to show up mm-hmm. once a week. I say mm-hmm. two hours once a week. That's all it would take just to get that little bit of motivation, see what we have going on, hear about other listings that are coming on the market. And just network even within our own office. It would be very beneficial. Let's do it. And you'll run the meeting. Deal. Deal. <laughs> I've got some topics. So let's change the conversation just a little bit. Because we've talked about like we know the value of community in our space for us. But let's talk about like the, the consumer's perspective. Does the consumer care? Does the consumer care? Does the consumer come into your office, meet with you face to face? Do they care? Like I have this big, beautiful office in Bozeman. Nobody comes in it. Okay. Yours is a little different though, only because you have the signage and mm-hmm. we're talking about people see it and it mm-hmm. is this beautiful office. So whether they come in or not, they may or may not care, mm-hmm. but this place stands out. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many realtors though don't know of our space. Even I didn't know Bozeman. until today and it's spectacular. Thank it you. It really is a stunning I space. have Thank office you. envy. Thank you. Right now. Well, it's very expensive. <laughs> so, you know, so we're weighing some options too. I mean, because the next, um, you know, 18 months to, I just heard recently that this uh, current state of affairs could, could last up to three years. And I would not be surprised by that. I think that's really realistic. And I think the most important part for us as lenders when we're running p is that we have to continue to be profitable. We have to continue to have significant margin um, because there is just less volume. But these office spaces, these fixed costs stay the same. And if you- Actually, they go up as taxes go up. Well, you're right. You're 100% right there. So, you know, it's definitely something that we're considering as to whether or not it's our highest priority or if, if it will change our business. Yeah, so answer, what do you think, Pam? So, answer the question, do you think it matters to the consumer? Well, with real estate, I don't really think it does. 
I have met people in coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Again, you got to make sure that people aren't around you. Right. Because a lot of is confidential. Mm-hmm. You know, I've even met uh, clients at a brewery. Right. And gone over and I said, you know what? I'll just write it up. I'll get it to you. So I don't think they care, but mm-hmm. maybe they did four years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're professional mm-hmm. and you're good at what you do, mm-hmm. they'll meet you anywhere. I know there's mm-hmm. some lease space, but you know, for now we'll keep our offices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think 99.8% of all of my client um, communication is over the phone. And so you know, I've been able to set up offices in all different places and, you know, when I've been traveling or whatever it is and run it as if, as if everything was the same. Well, you know, when we had to quarantine and we um, had to stay home for 11 weeks, it wasn't even a hiccup. Right. You know, it was within an hour, everybody was set up and running and here we go. I just don't know that there's, you know, especially in a larger community like Bozeman, where there's so many offices, a large office space doesn't necessarily stand out because there's so many of them. That is true. If you're true. in a small community like Red Lodge, you know, if you're an office in on downtown, you know, in that small community, people are going to know who's in that community and who has space. Yeah. And it's interesting in real estate, you used to have to have some sort of brick and mortar location mm-hmm. and EXPs kind of changed that. And now they don't have to have a brick and mortar. So you can work 100% remotely. Well, I mean, you can still work remotely no matter what, but you don't have to have basically a sign right. and an actual brick and mortar. And I know a lender who he works out of his tiny grungy condo in Belgrade. <laughs> and he was bragging about it to me. I'm like, well, good for you. Oh, I think I just met him yeah. at a golf tournament. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, not that he's someone to, you know, but mm. yeah. Well, I I mean, I think it's important to have something. I just don't know that having it at the grandiose level that we have it at is necessary. I think that's a thing of the past as well. Mm -hmm. Because even networking events or things like we bring in people and wanting to do face-to-face events, we're finding that it's really hard to get FaceTime with people, even in an after-hours event or somebody does have time to pop in, they just have 10 minutes. And so it's super hard to fill a room the way it used to be, especially with real estate people. Right. And the pandemic made people lazy with that stuff too. Mm-hmm. I used to go to all the networking things. Me too. And just stop for two years. And then now they're starting to pick up like crazy again and mm-hmm. not going as much as they used to. No, and not staying. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. we got busy. We're busy. I don't know how, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. maybe because we've lost so much time with the pandemic, we've got to get everything in. Yeah. You know, whether it's kids, hikes, work. Right. And that stuff matters. And so if you're evaluating like, like a real estate situation, like so if, if you are going to fill the room, if you guys are going to fill the room with a group of lender or of realtors, where are you going to, you're not going to get more business from a group right. of realtors. So am I going to go get business from this new client that called, called me and really hasn't, hasn't seen Pine Creek? And so I'm going to take them on a hike to Pine Creek and I'm going to go spend time doing that. Or how about just, you know, the value of FaceTime with our kids? Right. Or for me, going to the soccer game. Yeah. One, I love love soccer, love watching my kids play soccer. And it's one of the best places I can network. Totally. And you're a pro in, in both of those avenues and you can talk all of those things. You're confident in that environment. So super great. Right. So I don't know. I just think things are changing and um, you know, we're weighing our options. And of course, we're, again, I think it's most important that people be as profitable as possible and being able to live off of a smaller volume. We had did huge numbers last year. We're going to fight to hit that same number this year. Yeah, I don't think I'll hit my numbers of last year. No. But I don't believe you said that. 
I know. I'll, I I'll believe be you will. Actually, I, I've got a lot under contract. I, I'm going to be pretty close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for the first, first or the last quarter, I was like, ah, I don't think it's going to happen. But now mm-hmm. it might. You've got the eye of the tiger again. Yeah. <laughs> I know that look. Again. Oh, yeah. She's fighting again. That's so, good. I, I, I was pretty honest. I got burnt out and I definitely slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Still kept things going, but I wasn't pushing, pushing and ready to yeah. push again. Yeah. Good for you. You took yep. a break yep. and kept your business going. Exactly. And I didn't let anything fall through the cracks, kept with it. I just wasn't as aggressive as I usually am. Feels yeah. good to be aggressive again though. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It is good to be aggressive again, but yep. sometimes you do have to, when it does slow down, take that opportunity. And enjoy it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking of working from home or whatever, if people put their activities on their calendar, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, appointments, dentist appointment, gym, mm-hmm. whatever, put it in there and don't change it. No, it's a promise to yourself. That's right. And yeah. you can do that working from home. Mm-hmm. You can do it working from this incredible office mm-hmm. or wherever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's your to-do list. So it's like all the activities that we need to do. That's like our daily success plan, whether you're on either side of our transaction, which, you know, making sure that you're doing some sort of business getting, whether that, you know, some sort of outbound phone calls every single day, face-to-face meetings with people, and obviously your guys' showings and things like that. I mean, but if you're putting those things in there and then intermixing your important life things, it's your checklist. It's your to-do list for the day. And if you move in between those calendar appointments, you will hit all the things. And at the end of the day, you're done. That's right. You've done everything you can do. you feel good. Yeah. Because you've taken care of yourself. And then Mm -hmm. you get that beer at the end of the night that you deserved if you get it all done. Absolutely you do. I know. It feels so good. (laughs) It feels so good, but you've hit all your checkpoints. But you have to, like what I tell my coaching clients too, is that like if you schedule something between 9 and 11, at 11 o'clock, you have to move to your next appointment. Whether you're done or not, you have to keep moving along to the things because otherwise you'll just keep pushing the whole works down and you'll get it all in a mess. So are we type A? Uh, I think we're like, I don't, I don't know. Type A is a little. I think be. you two are type A. I'm actually surprisingly type B. Mm, I, I really don't know what am. the types are. So type A is like super organized. Um, should we look it up? <laughs> <laughs> well, super organized on certain things. Right. On right. certain mm-hmm. things. I'm not on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I've given myself a lot of grace. But, on some of but things like, like my taxes, mm-hmm. I spend all winter organizing mm-hmm. so I can get them done because right. it takes me forever. I know. I'm still working on mine. Oh, yeah. who's the last to get their continuing ed done every year? You and Sandy. <laughs> uh, yeah. The last, so literally the last minute. For mine the gets year? done in um, February. Wow. I just have to do it. Yeah. It's done because something could come up. Could it be a really busy year? Yeah. You know, could I get some monkey pox or something? (laughs) I don't think so. But, you know, you just don't know. So get it done Mm -hmm. when you can. Yep. Yeah. It's critical. And you, if you put it on your calendar that you're going to do your CE and these are the dates you're going to do it. Damn it. Do it. Do it. That's right. And if you have a client, you're going to have to give the client to Mm -hmm. Karen or Michelle or Chris and say, I've got to get this done. Yep. Right. Yep. Hold yourself accountable. Okay. I'm putting my continuing ed on my calendar. I'm going to get it done before October this year. Okay. I can do it. I can do it. It's August right now. Just so you know, we have September. (laughs) Not that far. It's not that far away. I am in the same boat. I need to do all of mine too. But, you know, we have to we have to do the things on our checklist. And because and if we let people push us back and forth, like I have on my calendar, you know, weeks scheduled out. My weeks are scheduled for the rest of the year. 
you know, on these are the time I make my calls. This is the time I do my lunches and these are my consult opportunities. And then there's a cocktail at the end of it. That's like a, you know, face-to-face meeting with somebody. And so if my client, if a client calls and says, I want to meet at eight o'clock, well, I'm busy at that point. I'm doing my outbound phone calls. My business getting activities are happening first part of the day. I'm available at one, two or three, which would work best for you. Or we can look at tomorrow at one, two or three. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's perfect. And you're yeah. so great with that too, because you know, as realtors, we don't really have like exactly know what our schedule is going to be the next day. No. And you're so great. Like, nope, girl, go get, make that money. I'll, get, yeah. I'll meet with you when I can. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You have, we have to prioritize business getting, not just business, business fulfillment. Right. So there has to be both well, of and those there, things. It's a hard thing too in our business, especially, I think this is something I struggle with right now. I have a ton of things under contract. And so right now I'm just kind of dealing with all those. It's really important to have that time blocking where I'm going to still create my business that's coming up. Yeah, in the you next have to fill months. your bucket. Exactly. So right now it's like, okay, just get through all these transactions. No, I still need to be creating business that's going to be happening mm-hmm. in October and November. And you can split your week differently too. You don't have to do both those things in the same day, but maybe right. it's like, do you do two days of business getting and then three days of business fulfillment or, right. you know, or whatever it is in order to, as long as it's both happening. Right. Mm-hmm. But that means you got to... Say no. No you is the most freeing no. word. Oh, that's what is? So what is? I forget what that saying was. It's like for every for every yes, you should say no eight to, nine times or something like that. Because <laughs> no is the most freeing word there is. I totally I like agree it. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you Pam and I say yes to everything, especially every social event. Yes, we have something going yes. on there all she is the again. time. <laughs> yes, yes. But here's Love the that. thing, like. Clients don't want to work with somebody that's got a wide open, easygoing schedule whenever it works for you because you're showing them that literally nobody is working with you. So if you're, if you, I mean, if you call the doctor or like right now, if you're going to try to get into the dentist right now, you're six months out. So I don't want to be six months out, but these are my appointment times I have available. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, I just made a doctor's appointment three weeks ago for September. Mm. And I said, I don't know, but now that's blocked in mm-hmm. and that's my appointment. I'm not changing it. No, and you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Yeah, so. it's going to happen. So yeah, we just have to show our clients that that's how we work and we're not a 7-Eleven convenience store. And if they're going to go get a mortgage or they're going to buy a home, they might have to allocate a little bit of time for that. Right. Right. That's very true. They do yep, get a like, lunch break. And it's like right. knowing, it's knowing your worth. <laughs> they get a lunch break. That's they get right. a lunch break, yep. you know? You know, like my mornings, kind of like yours, I get up early mm-hmm. and um, I'm on the computer, I'm calling agents, I'm calling people, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like 10 o'clock. It's like, oh, I got to get 20 minutes on the stupid Peloton. Yeah. And Charlie will call me. It's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, on the Peloton. So pardon my breathing. And he's like, yeah. why are you answering the phone? Yeah. I said, because <laughs> you called, yeah. you know. So, but it's like, I don't want people to think that, oh, Pam's just home working out. I have to fit it in. And if I don't fit that 20 minutes in, it's not happening. I'm the same way. Why do we feel guilty about taking time during the day to get our fitness in? To get 20 minutes without yeah. a phone call or text right. messages? So why does that feel guilty? We should feel guilty about not taking the time exactly. to do it. Because I don't want people to think I'm a slacker. Right. So I just, Pam I mean, I, I do a thing when we're on vacation, we never tell our clients we're on vacation. Never. No. Yep. Because it doesn't matter. Right. And it we'll still get matter. it done. Yeah. Yep. And you will, st- I mean, because even if you're here, you're still busy doing other things. Exactly. Like it might take you 30 minutes to call them back. Or you can, you know, if you, if you have that, Hey, I'm just on the client on the phone with somebody else. I'm going to call you right back. Do you have that auto text? I don't think you do. I don't think oh. so. Yeah. There's an auto text that you can set up that when somebody calls and you miss the call, it automatically sends them a text. 
Hey, I'm on the phone. I really want to talk. Is it an app? I don't think so. I think it's just a setting on your iPhone. I think it's just a setting on your iPhone that you, it just automatically texts him back and says, thank you so much for calling. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you. I will get back to you as soon as possible. If if you'd like, it it might be easier to just uh, text me. You know, for a quicker answer, just text me. That's perfect. Like that. Game changer. Because, I mean, look what you're doing right now. Oh, I've I mean, been working this whole time. Right. She's, missed like four calls. Yeah, she's standing. texting. Yeah, I, I just got happening. something under contract while we've been sitting here. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you. I love that. Yeah, you. So we multitask. So, there, I mean, I but there's tools all and things. Oh. I have two shillings on all of tomorrow. We'll get it, Pam. Fingers We're cross. gonna get it. I was gonna call you about that. It's, that one. It's cute. It's mm-hmm. really cute. Need some work, but mm-hmm. it's cute. Bring mm-hmm. an offer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but here's the deal. Like if I'm out of town, I tell my agents, especially I'm available just like I am here, except mm-hmm. if you call me and I just jumped into the pool to do my 45 minute lap, mm-hmm. you're going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not that many real estate emergencies, No, but people don't get a hold of me. And then they call Corey and it's like, oh my God, I've got a question. It's like, and really? she's not answering her phone. Well, she's no. taking a shower. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly. We let her shower. I, I mean, I That's actually. That's when I always get the best leads are in the shower. Those calls, the ones I miss. I know. I ended up yesterday. I was, I had, I had to run and go sign a lease and I didn't expect I was going to need to do that. Well, I can't, I can't be fresh out of the gym when that happens. So I, you know, I was taking a shower at 9 a.m. because I didn't expect that I needed to. So I just jumped in and sure enough, here's my phone. And sure enough, it's ringing and I'm getting out. I'm like, hello. I'm like, why can't we just take take a shower? It's it's five minutes. It's five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Because part of our success is answering that phone. It is. It's what sets us apart. Mm -hmm. And that's how I got a lot of really good clients. Me too. Because agents don't call them back. Or really? they're constantly dropping them to voicemail. Constantly, yeah. constantly dropping them to voicemail. They don't answer their phone. I they do don't return always, their call. I do text my clients, full. like call you back in five if I have to decline them. Right, I do me too. Every time, yeah. Well, unless I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Then I can't. Mm-hmm. I need to stop texting and driving. So do I. I said some nasty things to some <laughs> clients. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, trying to voice to text and yeah. you just hit send and you're like, oh my God, that's not what I meant. Well, I didn't even catch it. But one of my clients, luckily it was a female, goes, really, you do that with your clients? And I read it. It's like, oh my God, no, I'm no, so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm doing 900 things. So, I mean, really just, you know, in wrapping things up, really just evaluating. Yes, it's really important to get together, be in community with your team 100%, even if that means you guys are just Zoom meeting or getting together and working at the same coffee shop. Question, what do you think of that Zoom meeting? Do you think... I don't love it. You don't love it. You hate them? I'm glad I don't don't do them. Yeah, but I do think if you, like like my operations manager, she's out of Prior Lake, Minnesota. I would rather have a meeting with her. So we have this owl thing that, that turns around and it looks at you. Whoever's talking in here, it turns Creepy. and looks. So that, you know, so, and then she's on the screen and then we can, we can have what feels like a face-to-face conversation. So in, compared to just being on the phone, way better. Wow. You're yeah. really high tech. I like it. She well, is high tech. I need to get high tech. High yeah, tech. we're not very high tech, Pam. We got to get better. Let's talk later. High tech, Help redneck. Help me be high tech. <laughs> <laughs> high I know, tech, but you're a good redneck. dancer. I saw you out oh, dancing with your husband that one night. It's really. my only. It's my only dance partner. He's the only, I'm the only one he could dance with, and back right back at him. No. We don't. We don't dance with anybody else. I love that. Well, you shouldn't. No. That's your husband. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. He's a good one. Thanks for coming back, Pam. Hey, that was so fun. I love this. I could just talk all day. (laughs) (laughs) So do we. 
thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.